the form to crack out <laughs> Draco's batch right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, beating the double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. Hello, and you are listening to another edition. Uh, like I said, pumping out the the podcast as the draft is uh, fast approaching. Today is the 6th, and it's on the 23rd, I think, so about 17 days left. Uh, this is the third draft-related podcast that I'm doing. Like I said, um, I still have a couple more guys to do. But 6th edition, today we got 30 plays of Tristan Wirfs, uh, the right tackle slash left tackle um, from Iowa. And then we have Wills coming up on the podcast, and then we have CeeDee Lamb. If you follow me on Twitter at JoeRB31, I've already done Werfs. I've already done uh, Wills, just finished him today, literally like an hour ago. And then I'm going to start posting CeeDee Lamb either tonight or, t- or tomorrow, but um, we'll move through him pretty quickly. I think we got like 24 plays of, of Lamb, about 24 plays of Judy, and there really wasn't much on Rogue, so Rogue's going to be like 11 plays, 12 plays. It's really I don't really have a lot on him. Um, so that'll be a quick one. And then we have uh, Chase on, who's like 30 plays. So um, all that stuff's coming your way. I appreciate all the support. Uh, the, the channel is growing. You know, I've only been, I've been here for less than a month, like three weeks on, on doing the podcast. And uh, we've already grown the YouTube by 100 plus followers. So let's, uh, let's keep that going. Um, keep up with the comments. Somebody commented that every Jets fan should follow this. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we also got some, some feedback in terms of the podcast being too long. Uh, I think I was on the Perryman podcast, which was two and a half hours, which yeah, it's a long one. Uh, also had a former NFL player on it to break down films. So we get a little bit more in depth and listen, um, there's plenty of people out there uh, who will show you three, four plays with not much in depth discussion about it or really any knowledge of the play and they just they just make it seem flashy oh look at look at Beckton truck this guy over and then it gets like a thousand retweets which is like crazy to me um and there are shows who will do five to ten plays and if that's what you want to do that's that's fine but um for the listeners of this podcast and the followers of JetX and the followers of blue it's blitz i want to dive deep into guys not just give you three four five six plays and listen if if 30 plays is too long or maybe if i do a, like the mcgovern review which i did t- you know, three hours on in two different podcasts. Nobody's, nobody's saying you have to sit down and watch YouTube. Hey, the only way you can watch is if you, if you, if you watch two hours straight or an hour and a half straight, you could break it up or even just get the feel from it and click off. That's completely fine. So I'm going to continue to do the podcast in depth. Um, and if you want to learn a little, you know, and you only want to watch half an hour, fine. That, that's good with me. But there's too many people out there who watch the full thing and want to learn a lot about the guy so i'm not gonna stop doing that i do appreciate the the feedback though it wasn't like too negative or anything like that so i'm not calling the guy out um but that's just my reasoning for it i like to go in depth uh with guys um like i said jrb31 on twitter you can follow michael nania at michael underscore nania the our, our stat guy at jet x uh jets x factor is the um twitter handle that promotes all the stuff like i said six bucks a month fifty dollars a year or sixty dollars a year I think it's worth it for the content uh, content that we are producing. Uh, Nania just did, I think, like two different mock drafts for the website. I just posted up um, Will's up to the website. Like I said, CD Lamb coming. Uh, YouTube 
at Blewitz Blitz. If you're listening to just the podcast, if you're listening to the YouTube or just watching the YouTube, I should say, uh, go to the podcast app. Type in Blue It's Blitz. If you have an iPhone, I think it's on an iPhone. Just throw a five. Just throw a five star. You don't have to throw a a review. Just a five star rating uh, helps me out a lot. Like I said, get out to other people. The more people subscribe, the more money we have to dedicate to the site. The site gets better. The more writers we get, the more the better equipment I get, etc. You can do so much more. So um, I'd appreciate that. It just it just helps me get out to more people. So it takes a lot of work to do this. So if you could just take two minutes. That'd be really, really awesome. Um, and that is really that is really it. Like I said, draft coming soon in, in 16 days. So let me pull up a play of Worfs. Like I said, we have 30 of him. So this should be a little bit over. Oops, this should be a little bit over an hour, maybe like an hour and 20 minutes-ish type podcast. We'll see if I'm right when I upload it. But let me pull up one of his plays. We could share that. All right. Oh, I, I literally always forget to do this. Um, the strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Worfs, right, right tackle and left tackle. Iowa, 65, or 65, 6'5", uh, 34-inch arms, uh, 320 pounds. I watched Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, USC, Iowa State, Miami of Ohio, and Rutgers. Um, strengths. He has a – let's see how many weaknesses he has on my list right here. Yes, yeah, so the weaknesses aren't a ton. Um, you're gonna see it next with Wills too, and and just to re- reveal my spot um, on my uh, on my board for him, he is my third overall player on my board of the eight I'm watching. So he's my second tackle. Um, you had Becton, who's my sixth overall player of the eight. You had Thomas, who was five. You have Worfs, who's three. Um, Becton's lower than Thomas on my board, but for the Jets. At 11, I'd rather have Beckton fall than, than Thomas fall just because of his his fit in the zone scheme, wider splits, lighter personnel, 10-11 personnel. Um, Beckton can, is, is a better player in terms of getting positional leverage over physical leverage um, than Thomas, where I think Beckton can do both. But Thomas, you really want him in a, in, in a power gap scheme where he's going to get physical leverage, getting under guys' pads, driving them laterally, driving them for vertical displacement. Um, instead of having to to reach block guys and and use scooch techniques and um, inside pillars and outside pillars and all that different th- all those different types of things that come with a zone system and a little bit more lateral movement. Um, now, if I, if the Jets do get, end up getting Thomas, I still think it's a good pick. I'll be happy with that at eleven. I'd like to see them implement more inside tight zone split zones than outside zone mid zone because the farther you get outside so you go from from belly to tight to inside to mid to outside to to wide those, those are the six type of zones i i you know those are the six ones you work off of those are the baseline ones the tighter you get inside the more it's about physical leverage instead of positional leverage the wider you get it's a lot more about positional leverage so and moving a lot more with your feet and getting to the second level and if you're the 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 you know the tackle not having to worry about the five tech because the left guard is going to pick him up and you have to get out to the overhang edge or the outside linebacker or the safety like you have to move a lot more the wider it gets so um, if they were to draft him definitely would stick to more more inside zone type stuff um, I would say at least that fits him the best in terms of the zone systems like I said power gap counter ISO all that stuff fits him overall better but um, I don't know where I'm going with that but. Uh, worse is like I said, my third overall player, my second tackle to to read his strengths and weaknesses. Um, great body build at six five, three uh, three twenty, forty 
34 inch arms lateral quickness fits well in zone blocking scheme uh, strong core and upper body played both left tackle and right tackle switched at times during games quick feet smooth feet plays with hands on guard a quick accurate punch works to reset hands good angles and pass sets uh, flexibility and balance body mover and run game tough iowa mindset awareness of blitz stunt and stunts or blitzes and stunts great athlete rec- uh, wrestling background shows good anchor moves well in space good ba- uh, good based or good based good base um lateral stop start uh, short area quickness works to stay on blocks grip strength in terms of his weaknesses that I noted, uh, plays on toes too often, waist bender, can be a little out of control in run game, takes large steps and pass steps, uh, pass sets. I cannot speak today. Maybe it's I'm doing a, just woke up not too, too long ago. Um, maybe I'm just doing a lot of podcasts. I think it's what this is. This is four, four podcasts in eight, in eight days. No, four podcasts in six days. We did, we did Perryman. We did Thomas. We did Beckton. Yeah, I, th- I think this is I think this is four, four podcasts in six days or seven days, whatever. But um, back to the to the weaknesses. Um, takes large steps and pass at typically fourth and fifth step. I'll show you that. Doesn't cover any ground on first step. Uh, opens gate with punch. Late punches show up. Needs to work on bringing feet with him into block. Uh, see him getting pulled, jerked. <laughs> I just realized I literally put see him see him getting pulled jerked off balance. <laughs> maybe I should maybe I should put jerked pulled off balance instead of jerked off balance. But hey, uh, jerked off balance and both pass and run um, punches land wide at times. I think I already said that. Uh, needs to add footwork. Needs to add footwork techniques. Can be a little hoppy. All right, so. Let's get to the first play blitz pickup. And there's me sometimes I have to, I have to look at exactly where he's playing on all these snaps. So he is okay. So he's 74. So he's the right tackle. Like I said, he's going to switch some. So I'm going to have to be a little bit more specific with, with where he's playing, but he's the right tackle right here. Um, top of your screen. Nothing, nothing crazy here with the hip movement. Uh, he, he's, he's going to get into like a 45-degree set uh, when he's setting outside. Off of that first step to the outside, he realizes that the, um, they're running like a, like a twist game right here where it's just some gap exchange, whatever you want to call it, where the end, the edge is going to crash inside the, the B, and then this linebacker, this, the, the will linebacker, is going to um, scrape over the top and, and rush the C gap. So... Um, Worfs wants to pass that off, get hands on to the D end, um, just in case the the right guard is you know doesn't get to that B gap quick enough to cover that B gap. So I like how he stays square, you know, shuffles back inside, gets his left hand on, but doesn't commit his whole body to the block. You can see that like cross shove, he stuffs him into the in, uh, into the inside. Eyes on the second level, drops and gets quickly on him it's a lot of the stuff i feel like i'm gonna have to play in full speed so you, you appreciate his athleticism because you play in, in in a slow motion it's kind of hard to say but do you if you see how with with thomas i just did thomas what two episodes ago when, when he's in his slide right here there's a lot less of the, of the head bouncing it's a lot more smooth his even pad level um so nice smooth feet fast feet gets his hands on him a uh, good base looks like he has good leverage maybe leaning a little bit from the top but overall, still a um, a good block for uh, Werfs right there. Let's go to finish block. There's a, there's a there's gonna be a theme in this 
of finishing blocks. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. So he is the right tackle again. I think the first couple of games he's playing right tackle that I that I show. And then he starts to transition to like the left tackle in between like different uh, reps. I think that's like Iowa State that starts happening. We'll see. So he likes to take this like th- these 45 degree sets where he's not dropping straight vertically. He's not even really necessarily just dropping at a straight 45 degree. It's almost like an altered, like 45 degrees, a little bit more vertical into it. Um, so let's see what happens here. Cause like I said, these are, I'm all, I'm going through these all dry. Like I'm pretty much watching it the first time. So good, good balance in the, in the kicks in the uh, kick slide. I don't think his feet, his feet are too his his steps are too big. You'll see it come become an issue a little bit later into the podcast or into the film review. Um, good balance, relatively small choppy steps. He doesn't really reach for contact. He shoots that right. Looks like the right lands inside. Again, these angles suck to work from, especially for offensive linemen. Shoots the right. That gets deflected. Has to reset his hands. Again, he's not panicking. He's not he's not too top heavy. Good base. Shoots the hand, the defender tries to bend the edge and he's not able to, and he finishes a lot. He'll just jump on top of you to, to finish the block, and and he'll lay on you until the play is over. You see how he's still laying on him, <laughs> and he looks for the quarterback to see if the quarterback's completely gone. So I like how he finishes this. Um, really, just the I, I would this kind of gets marked as a positive for his balance and his and his pass set not reaching, um, good base, and then finishing the block. So, let's see next one. All right, finish block. Oh, this is another finish block. So right tackle, again, another 45-degree set. He's getting outside. I like how he readjusts his – he frames the rusher well right here. You can see his, this, this foot is pretty much splitting um, the, the rusher. And as he jumps outside, but he sees the rusher change his angle a little bit more inside and, and directly rush at um, Wirfs, and he's not going to overset. He, you know, he, he roots down his feet right here, just runs his feet. Now, he does – this is where I say that his, his punch is a little bit wide at times. See, the punch is, is, is wide and late, and the guy lands into his chest, um, which, yeah, he has room to do against a guy who looks like he's 220 pounds, um, 225 pounds, maybe 230 at most when he has, you know, a good 80 – you know, 70, 80 pounds on him. So, I like to see a little bit better of a punch right there and a not necessarily just a wide punch onto the shoulders. He gets bowled back. Um, but I like the, the like the flexibility right he has right here and to be able to get on balance when he's off balance or he's getting thrown backwards. Throws his feet backwards, works off of um, the instep of the left foot, readjusts his hands, is able to land his, his right hand under the ribs, and his left hand is most like, likely into the chest and just pushes him uh, past the, the quarterback's level. So, yeah, he gets, bull, he gets bull rushed back, but he knows where the quarterback is, so he doesn't panic. He, he knows that the angle of the outside linebacker edge, whatever, the end, whatever you want to call him, um, is going too um, low or, you know, underneath the quarterback, I guess really over top of the quarterback. So he's just going to continue to take him on that angle, doesn't panic, gets his hands into him, and he's going to continue to drive, 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 and plants him to the ground. So not a good initial phase. I like, like I said, how he doesn't necessarily overset, but I would like to see a little bit earlier hands um, and maybe one of those hands in, into the chest, outer pec, 
um, whatever, maybe not, but not too high and wide. When you're high and wide, you're not controlling a lot of their body uh, and you're going to get bull rush, especially in the NFL. So some good, some bad. I would say mostly good um, right there to show that recovery. Uh, weight on toes reaches. Okay. Another 45 degree set. He's not dropping straight vertical. Again, he's a big 45 degree set player. That's where he feels comfortable. That's fine. Uh, you know, not every guy's in a vertical set where a guy likes the 45 degree set or, you know, Thomas might vertical set something and then, and Worfs might jump them. As long as you have good technique and the technique is effective and it's, and it's warranted in that situation. Like, okay, if you're going to try to, if you're going to try to jump set a guy who's a wide nine and your quarterback's taking a deep drop, then yeah, I'm going to criticize it. But guys have different techniques. And you have to take that into note when you're looking at guys, you can't just expect every guy to do the same thing every single way. So he's a big 45 degree setter, um, which is, which is okay. Um, in this, in this situation, it's, it's not um, because he oversets. So he 45 degree set this guy. So in this scenario, it's just kind of perfect. I talk about this. I didn't really necessarily know that this was going to happen on this play. Like I said, you, you don't want to be this square with this guy. If anything, like I said, you want this outside foot splitting the, 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 uh, the rusher here. It's almost his inside foot's almost splitting him more than his outside foot. He's definitely this, uh, the rusher definitely has inside leverage and he has no help to the inside. So this is an overset for me. Now at this point, I would like to see him just recover with his with his uh, with his feet right here. So he has he has the time the you know the time to especially with his with his athleticism to drop that drop the post foot right here and get back inside and and push him you know uh, over top of the of the quarterback. But he kind of he panics a little bit right here and just throws out his hands and you're throwing out your hands. You're disconnected right here. You can see that his his waist is going in a different direction than his hips are. So he's disconnected. You're not going to generate a lot of power. All of this power is from his upper body. It's not from his lower body at all. So the punch is not going to be very strong. He gets double swiped and the quarterback gets rid of the ball, but he takes a shot because of because of worth. So like I said, you do see some oversets right um, here and a little bit of him being a little bit too top-heavy. So I'd like to see his his foot technique change a little bit here. And instead of reaching like this, drop that post, get your hand inside um, of him, and then wrench him, you know, grab, get get your hand on that rib, on that on that back, and, you know, do that do that wrench. Like I said, the wrench technique, you're going to have the left hand or the inside hand onto the chest, the, the outside hand onto the hip, and you're going to – straighten his rush out and you're in a you're, you're gonna stop him if you have strength he has strength to do it so um especially as a wrestler but uh, background he definitely has strength to do that and contort his body in, in weird angles and has has some muscle fibers most likely built up from working from weird angles um okay so five like i said the hair i keep looking at it it's going to get I honestly, I don't think, and I hope people are saying safe. I haven't said it a ton, but we were doing podcasts every other couple of days. Stay inside. I, I was driving the other day uh, to the food store. I go to Whole Foods because they have like a limit of like 50 people can go in at a time instead of Food Town. We can go every person at a time, which is crazy um, to me, especially in, in the, the, the tri state area. Um, there's a lot of sickness right now. So drove the Whole Foods and there was like beach traffic because it was nice out. Like it's crazy. People are. It, and that's why it's going to continue. I think the other day, the coronavirus I'm talking about, I think the other day it was like the highest deaths we had um, in the country. So it's going to keep going up. So I think this is going to be around for another month or two. And, and like I said, hair does not get, it does not grow out or long. It grows poofy. So it's going to be crazy. Um, but my barber's not open. Maybe I'll order clippers, but do I really want my fiance to cut my hair? I, I don't know. 
I don't do any like fancy fades or comb overs or any crazy stuff like that, but still. Okay. So, um, stunt pickup right here. So, and he's right. He's the right tackle. He, I would say he, he's oversetting and opening his hips up a little bit too soon for me. And this is where some of the footwork comes in where he, so you, you see that first step does not cover a lot of ground that right outside foot two, three, four, five. That's when I said that four fifth step are, are big. And he does that way too often. I, I see that all the time in his game where, again, not covering ground, and then he's, he's going to hop outside. And when you're hopping outside, just like I was talking about with Becton and all of the, all of these guys, you know, crossing their feet, leaving their feet. I talked about it with Brashad Perryman with his, with, his, with his hop step that he likes to do before breaks. This allows you to, not, one, not recover, not change direction quickly. And now look how off balance he, he is trying to recover to the inside. So he needs to take shorter, uh, shorter strides because he oversets here and he has a, and he has too big of steps. So, um, takes those too big of steps and not able to recover. And he's not going to be able to work laterally from this position. Uh, base is too, is too wide. Again, hips are pointing in one way, upper body in another that you call, you know, the, the disconnection between the upper body and the lower body. And he is able to grab the guy inside. He's able to get his left hand inside and his right hand onto the, onto the hip. Again, process first results so i don't like the first part i like the recovery this is where you see some of the fluidity the the agility he has to be able to work back inside from from a less than ideal position and then his eyes still stay up so he doesn't panic right here gets his gets his hand into the hip stays there long enough to pass him off to the to the uh to the left guard again eyes 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 on that looper drops hand inside the right hand inside of the chest uh, the left arm comes underneath the armpit. Looks like he extends a little bit to pop him, and then stays with him laterally. So, I'll play that in full speed. Not good first part of this. Good recovery and good stump pickup. You know, eyes up, not panicking, etc. So, um, get again some good, some bad. Uh, second overall, you know, uh, prospect in terms of offensive tackles, but he definitely is is raw in some areas um, that he needs to work on. But I don't think there's a lot of weaknesses. I just think the weaknesses show up too often. So if you can eliminate three or four of those weaknesses with NFL coaching, uh, the athleticism that this guy has, and I don't, I don't put the combine numbers into it, but he blew up the combine. Like he, everything he was doing was like number one in tackles in the last couple of years or number one in this class, but he was, he, he's top tier again, a little bit over an overset. So you see what I'm saying? And you're gonna see this a lot. First up, not a lot, not a ton of ground. That's not that bad though. Not a ton of ground. Second with the inside. Good, good. Huge step. Huge step, like heel clicking. You cannot have this again. You're, it, it, it throws you um, too far outside. So this is going to lead to oversetting, and you're not able to, to cut as quickly um, either inside or outside when you're, when you're going to end up being this wide to try to recover inside. Um, and like, like I said, it just doesn't allow for quick lateral movement. So, yes, he recovers versus a guy in Michigan. Does he recover versus a guy versus Chandler Jones this year or whoever? Like the Jets play a ton of teams. Any NFL, average NFL rusher, even a bad NFL rusher is better than a lot of these guys in college he's playing. So um, good job recovering. Left, again, really similar as the last play. Left hand inside, right hand onto the hip. Good good job attacking center of gravity, though. He, he definitely um, is good at that. And at this point, he just completely takes the – this is like another uh, ET stunt. And at this point, he's just going to take him. He, he, and this is and the reason for this being um, is this guy is looping inside, and he knows the screen pass is coming, so it's a, it's a quick-hitting play. 
Um, so he has the kind of the flexibility to not jump out on that inside, or just take the or take uh, the outside jump, uh, just take the inside guy as he's as he's the penetrator picker, whatever you want to call him. Drives him, finishes from the ground, jumps on top of him. So again, he likes to finish his blocks and he likes to lay on top of guys, um, which is great because it completely takes him out of the play. So um, and if you're that guy and you are playing a game and a guy who's 320 pounds lands on top of you, it makes you think twice sometimes. And honestly, it can knock the breath at you, which is good too. Let's be honest. Um, gap exchange pickup. Okay, so I, I think I know this play. And you can already tell just based on the alignment. When guys are really like tight like this and there's a linebacker like really pressing on a scrimmage, there's some kind of there's some, some type of game going on, some type of twist, some type of stunt, some type of gap, uh, gap exchange. So um, there's most likely – I said it already, there's going to be gap exchange. So I think maybe, maybe this guy rushes the B. Maybe he scrapes over the top and rushes the, the C. Okay, yeah. So, again, just good pre-snap awareness. When you see really, like, wide stuff, even here, I, if I was the left tackle and the, and the, uh, the left guard, I would be aware of some type of stunt right there. They don't do it, but you still have to be aware of it um, with fronts like that. So, up here, they're definitely – you could definitely tell something's going on here. Um, he does not overcommit to the, the penetrator, the picker. Doesn't create a lot of doesn't uh, move a lot in in his set because he knows something is most likely going up and this guy's tight so he doesn't have to get really far outside or really far vertical if anything he could just jump set him um, so he kind of runs that outside foot waits for something to happen sees the guy is gonna pick pe uh, penetrate cross shove again hip square while you're cross while you're doing that cross shove that, that's 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 what that means you know um, where you're playing you know long you don't want to you don't want to see the penetrator flip your hips take them inside now your now your hips are flipped inside and then you have the looper the the twist coming outside and you have to dr now drop that drop your post and get around to him you you want to stay square um so stay square cross shove passes them off to the, to the left guard and then gets out again quickly I'll, and I'll play this in full speed so you can see some of his just his movement skills like that's like it and it doesn't and it almost and it looks it's it's so smooth it's 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 really fast like it almost doesn't look fast but this is fast for for an offensive lineman it's just super smooth his his pads aren't bouncing up and down um you know good base working over to there gets his hands inside maintains his base drops his weight below that guy drop most likely driving off his insteps it looks like um and completely shuts that that rush down so again another good job by by Werfs lean and run game all right. So he is the right tackle again. Okay, yeah, this is you don't want to see this one. So he takes he takes this. Um, it's almost like a drop step. It, it, he kind of just runs that foot, and you see what I'm saying with this with him leaning in the run game. So I would like to see him just just shuffle up to the guy. You know, if anything, take 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 a. Uh, you know, uh, step up field with the left foot because he's outside leverage on you, and and climb while you're staying while you're while you're uh, while you're shuffling, but he just runs his one foot and then completely leans into the block without his hips. So he is off balance right here. Again, you want to see, you know, the shin and the upper body at the same at the same angle, while the thigh to the butt is working at the complete opposite angle, and the 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 midsection of the body, the hips of the body, working as like your your center of gravity. So you want to balance out that center of gravity. And he is not. He is completely leaning into this block, completely top-heavy. Um, he gets, like, club arm overed. People call it a swim. I call it a club arm over. A swim involves another hand for me. But club arm over, 
And the uh, linebacker, again, doesn't necessarily get into the tackle. He does at the end. Um, but this is still not a good play. He can't reach that hard. He needs to take his hips, his his feet with him into the block. You know, uh, work up to him, climb that tree, as 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 they say. Work off your end steps, tight. You know, nice tight on guard hands, and and, and shoot him. So, let's see. Pull up the next play. I gotta pause it for two seconds. All right, next play. Play nine of thirty. So he is the. All right. So I differentiate a little bit with with pin and pulls and pin and folds for for him this is a pin and fold when you're and this looks like a so he does a skip pull right here so he's going to drop that right foot back some people some people like to like hop hop backwards with both feet and then cross over some people um there's a there's a couple different ways of skip pulls i'll I'll show you them as as i see them but he's going to drop that right foot cross over with the left um, and the reason for the skip pull is to to be square to the line of scrimmage while covering ground. It's more for a tighter pull. When you're pulling multiple gaps, it's more more, li- more than likely going to be an open pull. Um, but people skip pull, uh, square pull, shuffle pull for tighter gaps. So he um, skip pulls right here. Good footwork. Um, he's not off balance or anything like that. So good footwork again. And I say it when you know you're not going to be in that contact window crossing your feet especially literally called a skip pull is what you're supposed to do is fine when you're in that contact window crossing your feet not a good thing so he's doing that to cover ground um and i call this a a a, a fold block um when it's a pin and pull it's it's multiple gaps when you're when you're only pull, when you're only pulling one one gap i call it a fold so he folds right there kicks out the edge left hand inside left hand inside better he's a little bit upright here um and, and his base looks a little bit narrow um overall he still does get his left hand on and he's able to it, honestly if he, if he was better into his base right here he he delivered more of a, of a pop but the low man wins um most times or even if it's not the low man necessarily wins even if the low man is 60 pounds less than you you're not going to move him as you as you would if you had a better base um and got hands lower so his hands are a little wide right here, a little bit upright, but he's still able to show some grip strength, keep onto the block. You see right here, he, he kind of dips him down with that circular force right there, continues to drive his feet, drive his feet, drive his feet, drive his feet, and drives him all the way to the sideline and, and you know, out of bounds and onto his ass. So some good, some bad. I like the leg drive. I like the grip strength. I like the the, the core strength right there to, to torque him. Um, I like the skip pull, but I he could have been better, you know, coming into the block with his both of his hands and his and his base and his leverage. So, um, quick off the snap drives finishes. He's the right tackle again, right here. All right. They're running like a like a tighter inside zone. I'm not going to go crazy and trying to look at it. Doesn't really matter. It's it's either the the the, the outside hip of the um, center or the inside hip of the guard, the outside hip of the guard. There's, again, there's people who say mid-zone is the inside hip of the tackle. There's people who say mid-zone is outside hip of the tackle. Um, I say it's outside hip of the tackle, but an outside zone is even wider than that. And then and then wide zone is even wider than that. Actually, well, it depends. I don't know. So I'm just saying there's a lot of different terminology. So I'm going to say inside zone, tight zone. And – he he does a good job right here. He takes like that that bucket, almost like that bucket step. It's not a true bucket step. He's kind of more. It's it's more of a drop step. I would call it with that left foot, and he's doing that again to work laterally. You don't. It's 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 gonna be hard for him if he just 
takes that, that step up field and then tries to turn a step because as you take that, that step up field, your hips are, lo- are not locked forward, but with that step vertically and then trying to turn past that foot when your foot's upfield, it's really hard as like just think about it trying to try to put your foot out and then and then make a quick turn off of that or if your fit if your foot is is right under your shoulder um and you open it it's a lot easier to turn and and work laterally so um he takes that that drop step opens up his hips to work laterally and he wants to take on the the inside shoulder of the uh the three tech because he wants to maintain his inside leverage cover the inside uh works right past him and like cut off blocks him not really using his hand, but he's just dropping his shoulder into the, he's dropping his outside into his inside. Good job with that. Um, he's able to get under his pads. It, he doesn't, it's, he's using almost like a, like a ram right here where he's just throwing his, his form into him and it's going to drive him, drive him, drive him, drive him. Um, as soon as he, that ram come in, it looks like a list. Oh, his hand is on the back right there. Okay. So he, he it, that's just like upper body versus upper body. There are guys you see throw their form onto him. So, drives him all the way into the ground so again good angle to, to work up field and if he's gonna fight hard to stay over, stay over the top then 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 take him vertically you know so um so he's not gonna be able to drive just right past you so good job by him on finishing that block right there attacks hip all right i'm gonna like this he is okay right tackle again Yeah, so they're 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 wedge blocking where the center is going to take his his most immediate threat, and everybody else is just going to crash inside and 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 down block. Um, this is usually for for uh, quarterback sneaks, fullback dives, halfback dives, um, and Worfs is working on the combo with the left guard. And I again, okay, so he attacks more of the rib cage. Still, that's fine. You you the lower you attack on that hip the better it is and attacking into the rib cage is fine. You don't want to, you don't want to attack into the shoulder because again, your center of gravity is, is your hips and the lower you get to it, the more you're going to move the guys. So gets good hand placement, relatively good hand placement and drives them and creates movement right there. You'd see him drive him completely out of the play from where he originally started. If you just watch his, his body from right here to, yeah, so he just drives him pretty much straight up field. So vertical displacement right there is, is is great, and he has inside leverage. So good job right there. Powerful legs, good hand placement, runs his feet. Lean. All right. So right tackle again. So I'm talking about where he leans in the run game, and he and he, and he tends to get, um, you know, jerked or or, or or pulled to the ground. So another drop step. So I'm saying with angles, this is almost parallel to the ground. His his upper body is a little bit more upright, but still, he is not on balance right here with his with his upper body working at a completely vertical angle. So parallel and vertical. If this guy's not here, he's falling over right now. He's he needs contact to, to stay up, or he'll still at least stumble if he's not going to fall because he's an athlete. But that is not a good angle to work at. Upper body lean, leaning into the block, no base into it. Not a good play. Um, again, need to take his feet with him into that block, climb that tree, work off your insteps, tight hands, hands ready, as I've been saying. Um, but this is not going to work. It doesn't work on this play against Minnesota. It's not going to work against the ends of the NFL. So he needs to take his feet with him in the block. So he, he has some issues in the run game for me. Um, and they're running a Bob zone. That's what I call a Bob zone. 
So you're not going to have the, the lead zone where the fullback's working to the outside linebacker or the mic zone when he's working to the backside backer, uh, back on backer. It's Bob block. So it's a Bob zone, um, but it gets blown up. And, and listen, again, this is where I talk about it. Re- result versus process. This, the, the process should have made it a, two, a, two, a negative two-yard loss. But because of the running back, it's a first down, maybe even a touchdown. A touchdown. So, hey, he ran off of – like this is where I don't know how guys grade, like pro football focus. Okay, well, he ran to the right side off of, off of Werfs. Is this a positive play for Werfs? I don't know for them. I, I have no idea like how that – if it's based on film or if it's just based on, okay, they ran to his side, it was successful. So process versus results should have been a, a yard or two loss because of Werfs right there. Needs to work in the running game for sure. Movement, all right. Right tackle again. Tight zone. Tight zone split. Out of this pistol to fit with the uh, the jet motion, just to throw off the defense a little bit. Worfs works down because he doesn't have to worry about this outside linebacker or the edge player because that's what the split this the split flow is is taking care of the sifter and. Again, the lower to the hip, the better. Any anywhere, anywhere armpit or below, I mark as 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 positive hand placement. So positive hand placement under the shoulder into the ribs, drives them, gets relatively low. His eyes are onto the second level, onto the uh, onto the mic. The outside linebacker right here, the the backside linebacker is going to be left unblocked. Um, he's not going to have to make this play. So he he's worrying about the mic. Gets movement, creates displacement. He sees eyes are early to the to the linebacker. He's not overcommitting to that block. Um, you know his hips are a little bit, but he he knows he's going to be able to drop um, and pick up that guy. So good job dropping, picking up the linebacker, and staying with him, even though he falls down because he, he looks like he, his foot gets stepped on right there. So I'll play that in full speed. You're going to see some of the like I said the good movement, eyes on second level drops, picks him up. He's definitely a really, really interesting prospect in terms of his overall mobility plus his strength and his wrestling background. So, Torque. All right. The lead zone. I don't love the the footwork here. Um, and – this is where, like, you know, it's a college coach. And college coaches are great. Like, offensive line coaches, you know, I just listened to a guy from, like, Kent State the other day, offensive line coach, and he was talking about some things. I was like, damn, I have to look that up again. I forget the hell that is. Or, and there's stuff that I don't know that he's talking about, obviously. Um, the thing that I it, – I was talking to somebody about it the other day. Like, I, I try to dive into receivers, to corners, to offensive line, to linebackers, to running back. And I think I'm, like, pretty solid at each of them but I, I don't really dive into one position like an offensive line does even though or offensive line coach does even though I think I provide you guys with some good information about it but um here I don't like that they're they're aiming at an inside gap and he's opening up his hips outside this far so this is you see some of the some of the um disconnection here from his from his hips to his upper body so I would like to see him work more with his upper body work up um you can maybe even take that drop step, but I don't. I don't want to see this. This now left foot pointed, um, in the in the direction it's going. So I like to see again more climb the tree, square, 
um, because now it makes him tougher to, to, to block him. But now this is where like your wrestling background comes into place. I like the hand placement. The right arm comes under. The left hand looks like it comes inside as well, and he's able to torque him. This is like the, the core strength to talk about, some of the, some of the wrestling type stuff you see. He's able to drive his feet even though his base is narrow um, and just run him outside, run him outside, run him outside. So you can see how he gets shed here, though. He gets uh, – because he's, he's, he is driving from a narrow base, so he's off balance. You see how wide his feet are. They're almost stepping on each other, and he gets shed. So some positives, some negatives. Um, I don't like the initial footwork to to block this you know to to keep this guy at outside leverage i would see more more climbing outside instead of just outside then climb so i'd see a little bit better angles right here but overall some negative some positive all right play 15 halfway through resets hands torques finish all right so he's the right tackle again all right All right, so this is this is more of like a uh, this is like a swerve. I would call this a swerve, where they're all blocking. They're all blocking down. They want the 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 defense to flow over to this side, and then you have this this fullback releasing to like arc block block anything um, coming up the field, and Worf just wants to kick out. You know, keep that defender to, to the D end um, to the outside, take him out of the play. Another like drop step right here. Now, now this is a lot better leverage. Look, you see how his have his upper body to the same angle as his shins. It looks like, and and his hips look like they're working a little bit. Maybe he's a little bit too upright here, right here. But it's a lot better of angles, um, not too upright, etc. So a better angle from him right there. I can't tell where his hands are because broadcast angle sucks. It looks he's able to get under the shoulder pad, torque him. To, that's the circular force I talk about. It, it's kind of like like circular force and lift. So you have the you have the two di the, the four different types of of uh, of of uh, like power ways to create power: lifting, pushing, pulling. I just forgot one: lift, lifting, pushing, pulling, and something else. I I'm, I'm blanking out right now. But he oh, and circular force. Duh. So this is like lift and circular force gets under him, torques him outside. See the hips are working right there. And he keeps his hand on. So I like how once he twerks, he he continues to be aggressive and continues to work his hands and then just pushes them to the ground. It looks like he trips to be completely honest. It looks like that the left foot of the linebacker trips over so, you know the, his other guy's foot, but still. And then he finishes the block. Finishes the block. This is you don't want to you don't want to see if you're on the ground right here, this is you're no shit mode because you know Worf's is coming. He's gonna he's gonna drop his whole body weight onto you. So I definitely like to finish right there. Movement to second level. Moving in second level, to second level, whatever I'm saying. All right, so oh, he's the right tackle. All right, so he's pulling to get outside. Uh, bucket step, pulls outside. And I like this. I, I remember watching this play. I like the smarts of this play. He's not overcommitting to anything. You could see he, he knows the running back's angle is going to be to the outside right here. He doesn't want to overreact to anything that's going to undercut him um, because the running back should be able to outrun them. You know, like you don't, you don't, he doesn't have to turn and pick up this guy because this, he, he, he's going to be able to out leverage him and he has to work through, you know, you know, two offensive linemen and a, and a, a tight end blocking guys. So I like how this guy flashes free. He's not overcommitting to him. You can see his hips continue to stay outside, just uses his arms throws him to the ground where he's already pr pretty much going well, off balance, but um, throws his hands on him. Now he's, now he's gone out of the play 
checks the running back. The running back's still coming up, and he just finds the next man to block and, and blocks number 10 too. So if he was to like uh, – you see the running back, honestly, right here. Instead of just dropping a shoulder, I, I think the better idea for, for the running back to be because you know you have – maybe some room inside would be to, to drop his hips down to the ground and cut inside instead of just running to the sideline. But we're not doing the running back right now. So good movement in the second level. Two plays in a row. All right. So he's a right tackle again. <laughs> uh, I'll explain it, but you can just watch him right here versus this, this defensive lineman. See how much he drives him back so quickly. One, he explodes off of the ball. Um, explodes off the ball. Now, when you're tighter and tighter quarters, second and two, third and one, fourth and one, you have more room to lean in the run game because um, you want to explode forward because you know that guy's most likely going to explode forward. So you don't want to necessarily come up right off the snap because he's going he's gonna to pop and get under your pads. Um, so you have more room to just lunge at guys in, in, in tight quarters. Not sure where his left hand lands. His right hand is into the armpit. See, it's under the armpit right there. Lifts him while he's driving and just drives through his lower body and completely moves that, that – uh, what is he, like a wide three, four eye? So good play by him right there. And the quarterback runs right behind him and the center and picks up the first down. The next play is another, I think, run for – oh, damn. Okay, hold on. Ooh. Let me close out that play. I forgot it was two plays in a row, so I went to the next play. And I spelled his name wrong on this one. So, okay. So that's the first play. I forgot I had to continue to the video. Next play, first and goal. Khalil's got the first down. He's the right tackle again. And they, they, oh, they, they sneak right here on first and goal from the three, which I don't love that call, but they're, again, like wedge block. They're wedge blocking. He's working down, gets his right hand. You're going to see it right here. His right hand comes. You're going to see it right there. Again, into the rib cage. And just, he literally lifts this guy up, up, up off of his feet. He's no contact with the ground right now. So he lifts, his, he lifts this guy off his feet. So good leverage, good hand placement. You're going to see the power roll through the hips and up, roll through the hips and up, pops the guy in the air, drives him all the way to the ground, and lays on top of him. So he drives his guy back you know, three yards onto the ground, and he's laying on top of him. So Werfs did his job on that play, even though I don't like a QB sneak from the, from the uh, three-yard line on first down. But sorry for a different day. Now he's left. Oh, I was right. Okay. So, yeah, now you see Iowa State. Now he plays some left tackle here. Uh, he switches multiple times during this game. A lot better block right here in the run game. Looks like the right foot steps first. It's it's most likely it looks like it's lateral. See, I'm talking about where he's not now. He's not working outside then up. He's working upfield then out. That's that's the angle you want to work at, especially if you're trying to cover upfield from on the on the especially on the backside, even on the front side too. To be completely honest, especially if you're if your aiming points are more to the outside, um, on that front side, on the backside, it's it's the same for both. So they're running another bob zone, and works upfield first, and then works his hips past them. So leaning into him a little bit, but it's okay um, for this for this scenario. Gets his right hand inside. And then he uses that as his upper body as a pivot point. Gets his hips around, keeps his hands on him, finishes the block. So good job working your hips right there, getting your hands inside, covering that play side, working working uh, upfield before out on the guy. So good job. Tight hand. All right. I think we'll talk a little bit about tight hand versus loose hand here. 
Yeah. Okay. So like a lot, I think this is Skarnecchia who I learned this from, but uh, tight hand versus loose hand. If you know, if you know you're going to have backside help, you want your inside hand tight because if, if it's, if it's tight and you can, and you can, um, basically this is, this is what I'm trying to say. If he didn't have help from the inside right here, um, he can have, he, he would have a loose hand where his hand would, if, if the, if this guy was to penetrate, he would have a loose hand and he would pick him up with that, with that loose hand. So he's trying to cover more ground through the backside B gap. When you know you have, when you are from the B gap to his left, when you have that tight hand, um, you're expecting help and you're not gonna, you're not gonna turn your body for that block a lot because you have that backside help. Now you'll help if he, if, if he's in a hit, hit that tight hand. Um, but you're not worried about him penetrating the B gap because you have that help. Now, if he didn't have help right here, you'd see more of a loose hand in his hand, him really flip to that guy right here, but he has a tight hand. So he's a tight hand, keeps his outside hand for uh, his outside hand free. As soon as he uh, engages with that, with the, uh, the five tech, he is going to again, flash his eyes right outside, keep his outside half free and pick up this guy because now he knows that the left guard um, is going to pick that guy up. So that's, that's the, that's the tight hand right there. That's what I call the tight hand. Picks that guy up, and the running back is able to get a couple yards here. Play 20 of 30. Shuts rush down. Look, uh, yeah, he's the left tackle. All right. Changed up his past his past sets and cadences. He definitely likes. So again, when a guy is tighter to you, you don't have to worry as much about getting outside him or getting vertical. You can more jump set him, which is not necessarily what he does here. I wouldn't call this a jump set. I would just call this. He just roots his feet down. I honestly, I probably like to see a little bit more movement in his feet right here, but it's it it's okay. Um, so he just widens out to to brace. Almost like a brace step. Um, roots his feet down as that guy comes into the contact window. You see how Worf's hop hops back a little bit into his anchor. To, to get one to get lower and to get, and to work his power up through the ground. So he hops back right there and he's expecting contact, lands the right hand inside, gets the, the left arm doesn't really land anywhere. He gets popped back a little bit. He's able to to maintain an, an, a nice a nice base right here, get outside on the guy. And then as soon as he feels the guy leaning, which he goes to shoot. Let me see this. Okay, so he actually throws out the left hand right here. Right here, and Werfs uses his right hand to, to pull him down a little bit right there. So really good hand fighting right here by Werfs to grab that hand and, and pull him down. It forces the, um, the the DN to be off balance, and Werfs knows that, leans into him, gets his left arm or his outside arm, and left arm inside, and finish and and pulls well, he pulls him to the ground right here. Good good job, honestly, by the DN staying upright and continuing his rush, but. Um, good job by Worf pulling his hand down, getting his left hand inside, dropping his, his hips right here to stay with the block. You don't want him to get underneath of you. He continues to stay low, has hand placement, and then he is going to shoot that hand into the, the, the chest, the ribs, and pop him upwards. Circular force. Boom, lift him off of his feet. So good, job, good, good block by Worf there for sure. Definitely a, a good block. Climb square. He is again the left tackle. Another good job. They're running a mid a mid zone. Let's call it from this gun set. 
Good job assisting. Good job staying square right here and assisting the left guard. And this does affect the the, the rusher. You know, you want to at least throw like that. Let's call like a hand check. He throws a hand check and he affects this guy. You see how he pops his shoulder back, so it's taking his momentum away. So he takes his momentum away and allows the um, the left guard to be able to. Doesn't look like a scooch. Looks like he crosses his feet, but he's able to. Uh, get outside leverage right there where you want the outside leverage on, on mid zone, outside zone. So good job right there. Sl slowing down the momentum, not overcommitting, staying square to the, to the, uh, to the Mike backer, stay square shuffles upfield. I'm fine with him. Uh, so here, um, I would like to see him shuffle upfield. I like to see it in less big steps. You see how his, how his feet are, they kind of click and he hops. I don't like hops in really any scenario. Um, like I said, minus pulls and things like that. If you're like skip pulling, you hop a little bit fine. Um, but when you might have a guy penetrating hard inside, right here, he's a little bit off balance. And if he does, he throws a right hand right here probably. If this if this linebacker was a little bit quicker to shoot that gap, and you see how he ha he's hesitating a little bit, like he's running a little bit upright, hesitating. If he was to really just penetrate hard through that B gap and defeat that hand, he might be able to make the tackle on the running back. So just a little bit of improvement there. I would like to see – I'm fine with him working his, his hips upfield and his body upfield, um, but I would like to see, see it from a better base, allowing quicker movement because, yeah, he, he like I said, takes out the linebacker at, who's playing for Iowa State. Could he do it against, you know, C.J. Moses of the world and uh, Bobby Wagner's will be playing, et cetera. So gets back inside, gets his hand inside. Onto the shoulder, he's not. It looks like he might, he might be holding a little bit, but he's he's tight. The tighter you are, the less hold uh, holds are going to get called. When refs see arms wide and swing like this, you can tell he's he's grabbing onto something. When they're tight like this, it's it's harder to tell for refs. So good job keeping him tight, push him out of the play. So good recovery again. Um, I really love the first part. Love this. Love this. Love this. Don't love the hop. So you could have fixed that a little bit, but again. Um, there's a lot of play you're going to see. There's going to be something to improve on a little bit. So, torque inside. Now he's right tackle. They're, like, they're liking to run off of his hip in this game. So, it's, um, this looks like a scooch. Right, right, right foot goes back and, and horizontal, left foot hops. Let's call it, it – I, I don't necessarily want to say it's a scooch 100% because I can't see the footwork, but it looks like a scooch. So good job by him with this guy with outside leverage. He wants to work horizontally then up in this scenario because he wants to cover the outside. So good job with like the, the scooch-ish type thing. It looks like a scooch, but I'm not going to say 100% because I can't exactly see the feet. So stay square. Loses ground to gain ground, gets his left hand, I can't tell, but his right hand is inside, torques him inside. Circular force, power through the core, works the hips outside, takes him to the ground. I'll apply it in full speed. So good good um, athleticism here, uh, good, good foot technique, good power through the upper body, good job working the hips. There's a, there's a, there's a good amount of positives on that play. Play 23, move body, third and one. Maybe a wedge block one. Yeah, wedge blocking again. So he's blocking. Okay, so they, they modified. They didn't necessarily modify this a little bit. So he's more uh, hats, you know, he's hats on. Where the, he's right over top of him. He's the four tech because this guy is inside of the left guard. He just has to worry about him. So he's not necessarily blocked down. He's just going to drive this guy. Um, so comes off of the ball pretty low, 
I can't tell where his hands land because this angle sucks. They get underneath. Regardless, he is able to get into the guy and drive him backwards into the ground. And you could tell he, he there's some power in his leg drive right here. It looks like hands-on rolls it through the hips and just drives him. And this guy literally, his feet slip out from under him because, you know, Werfs is creating that much that much force. Uh, force. The running back cuts right behind him, and or the fullback, and the fullback dive. And he uh, picks up the, the first down right here. Good job. Smooth recovery. All right, so it looks like it might be a bad start, good finish type deal. All right, so he is the right tackle. Okay, so let's see if, if this if what I said before applies here. So small right foot step. They call they, they, they call people, uh, some people call that first up the, the drive the drive catch the, the first up of the kick slide whatever again I'm not going to go crazy over terminology because everybody has it I have my own terminology but if you call that the drive catch and I call it the first up of the kick slide who cares as long as we know what we're, what we're talking about so doesn't cover much ground on that so one small two is small or three or four and five going to be big yeah so again you see how he's going to like that that next step is going to be big. With both the feet, he and in the middle of his step, he's again he's no contact with the ground right here. Both feet are off the ground, and now the guy cuts inside and he goes into oh shit mode. And it looks like his feet would have been even a bigger step, but he sees the guy cutting inside, you know, as he's in the middle of that step. So too big of steps again on that third and fourth or the fourth and fifth step. He needs to clean that up. Upper body and lower body disconnection leaning into it. That is not a great base to 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 work from for sure. It now. If this rusher was honestly good, um, he would have planted hard on that left foot, chopped those hands down, and then rushed inside. Like, if that's an NFL rusher, he's probably get beat right here, to be completely honest. But he's able to land his hand inside. Or he'd be more prepared to land inside, like like stab inside, defeat those hands, and then get outside. But he doesn't really have a great plan right here. Um, Worf is able to, to land his right hand into the chest. And then he's able to – again, this is, this is what I like with recovery – smooth steps doesn't panic he's not too top heavy and his feet are and his heels are clicking a little bit right here but he's needing to cover a lot of ground um when you're when you're chasing when you're chasing guys or not necessarily chasing guys i i tried when you flip your hips and actually chase them that's what i call it chasing but he's he's having to get vertical um in a hurry right here so you can heal you have a little bit more flexibility to heel click um in this scenario again everything every situation is different you sometimes you can take small steps sometimes you want to take the big steps sometimes you you want to take uh Whatever, you know what I'm saying. I could say sometimes you want it to be big, they're small. Sometimes you want it to be small, they're big. So good job getting outside with a good base, not panicking, knowing the quarterback set point, let him, let him come over top right here, maintaining that inside leverage. As soon as he comes to um, spin inside, he expects it, lands the left hand into there. So uh, into the chest, I shouldn't say into there. All right, 25. Core strength, uh, right tackle here. Or nope, maybe not. Left tackle here. Sorry, I literally automatically assumed this guy light skin that wasn't him, but I didn't realize it was a tight end. So twelve personnel and uh, another fold. I call that a fold. Opens a drop step with the left. Skip that like that skip hole right there. Skip pull, good job staying square. You do it to cover, you know, some ground, but while maintaining, you know, your your squareness to to the line of scrimmage. You don't want to open pull right here, 
and have your hips completely open to the outside and have to turn or, you know, flip your hips around again. So it would make sense to open pull right here. Um, so skip pull square right hand into what looks like it looks like it gets on it lands onto his shoulder slips down the bicep and under the elbow into the ribs and he's able to torque him outside torque him outside stay with the block so the only thing i would say he can improve on right here is i i like this part of it i think there's a little bit of disconnection right there here, once he gets like, once he throws him to the outside, you know the running back's most likely gonna be cutting, you know, off of your ass and upfield. So I would like to say him stay a little bit more vertical right here, and then work to him. Again, it's like the heat of the moment thing, so you're just trying to work right to him. But you see how he works to him, and he's able to plant and work over top of him. So I like to see him take a better angle um, after that in initial disengagement, because and and he's able to, and he holds him right here too. So if the ref sees this, you see he's pulling the shoulder pad down. That's because he doesn't. He works at this angle, if you're following my mouse, this angle instead of this angle. So needs to stay um, more over top right there on that block, and he ends up holding the guy. It does not get called, but that is a hold. See, so a lot of jersey. Yeah. All right. Five more plays left. Five more plays left. I post it, and then we work on Lamb. And then uh, the next show for this is uh, comes Wills, who uh, I like a lot. Let's just say that. You're going to see a lot of me gushing over Wills. I'm gushing a little bit over Wills. I like Wills a lot too. So Honestly, if any of these guys fall to like 7-8, am I fine with the Jets giving up a third-round pick to move up and get one of these guys? To be completely honest, I am. I, I, that's, I, I feel strongly about these guys. I think they're all really good. You get to give up a third-round pick to, to secure a guy you really, really like who's going to be a stalwart of your offensive line for, for years and years to come. Um, do it. I'm more willing with, with Wills because I love Wills. I don't care. You know, left tackle, yeah, short's sure, a little bit more important because it's Sam's blind side, but it's only because of that. Uh, right tackle's still really, really important, and you face the better rushers from the right side. Even though, if you think about it, the left the, the, the guys rushing from the left tackle should be the better rushers. It's just it happens to be the, the guys working off the right side because the left side, the benefit with that is – you know, the quarterback doesn't see you. So if, if you beat that guy, you have the sack. Where if you work off of the quarterback's right side and he's facing to the right, you know, he, he, he might get more depth into, in, into his drop and, and work around you. He, work, he might work underneath you. He might scramble. So it's actually harder to rush as a, as a left outside linebacker left end than it is as a right end, right outside linebacker. Um, but here he is the left tackle. Um, for me, he leans a little bit too much into this block. You see that his, his upper body, there's a lot of waistband right there. I call that the waistband. So too much waistband, but he is able to get his hands on and roll up his power. Waistband, but he does roll up the power. And uh, he gets underneath the guy, drives him, drives him, drives him, drives him, drives him, drives him all the way to the ground. That's, that's the hand trend I talk about when he's able to like, like working from these weird angles, like he's off balance right here. If you, if you heard me on Scott's podcast talk about worse or maybe – I think it's come out maybe in a week or two or whatever it comes out. We record podcasts and they release them. You're going to hear me talk about him be off balance, but still on balance. He's off balance, but he's still balanced right here. Like he's still able to drive the guy. So this is like where I see like the little hints of the wrestling come in. Good grip strength are here to stay with the block off balance, but on balance drives through the guy and to the ground. Good job. Torque. Circular force here. All right, so he is the right tackle. 
they're running like a lead lead outside zone, almost like a like a boss zone. Whoever's gonna cross his face, you know, he's gonna block, or whoever who's gonna come into that contact window with the fullback, he's gonna block. And Werfs wants to get outside. Um, the I don't necessarily know if I'm gonna love the forward here. I could because I, I don't he doesn't end up in great position. Yeah, more of like a drop step. So again, in this scenario, okay, like this guy's like like heads up to you a little bit outside. Use a use a use a scooch. Get outside work work laterally, but to drop his foot right there, that's a wasted step. You're not doing anything right there, really. That end of foot is forward. So now your foot is forward and you're trying to move your hips past your foot that's forward. So, so your foot wants to go this way and you're trying to work your, your, your hips past it. So you're not going to create as much lateral movement when you're working past your foot and over your foot like that. Now, this foot was open. Now his foot wants to go that way. And you're able to, to move more. It's just how the body works. So I don't love the footwork to get outside right here, um, but he is able to get his hands on. And he's gonna work his hips to 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 get uh, to get the positional leverage he needs on this guy on the uh, on the D end. Works his hips around. He actually gets aided a little bit by that linebacker who looks like he bumps his guy inside a little bit. So he gets aided by that linebacker to be completely honest. But I do like the fact that he's he's staying hands on and is working his hips around, and then pushes him right underneath of the. Um, of the running back's angle. So some good, again, some bad. And the good thing about these shows is too, like I can't talk this much on Twitter. Like Twitter, there's 240 characters. And I would say like one sentence on here and it would be the end of a Twitter thing. So I think it's good to listen to the podcast and watch too. Like, listen, like when I, when I break it down on Twitter, you kind of have to see what I say and maybe try to break it down like, like second by second to see exactly what I'm saying. But here I can really show you like pause it, et cetera. So uh, I think these shows are worthwhile. Okay, yeah. So he's the left tackle right here. They're running like a tight, tight belly zone. Worfs wants to just create some uh, vertical displacement. Uh, the more outside you get, some coaches like it to be more, more uh, horizontal displacement. Whereas if you're working inside, it's more, it's 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 more vertical, which involves more power. Um, so. He gets his left hand to the outside bicep. I can't tell where the right arm is, but I do like how he gets hands on and then he's going to work his power through his hips in step of the right foot and is able to, even though he gets caught in the chest a little bit right here, look, yeah, it looks like he gets caught in the chest a little bit right here. It, this is just his, his lower body dry. Like he has strong legs too. So working the in step off the right foot. Gets he's just underneath him and he just can continue to drive, 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 drive right to the ground again. Good job. Left or two left. All right. Let's see. Worfs works upfield. Left tackle. All right. So can't tell the footwork. Doesn't look like that left foot covers a lot of ground, so I don't necessarily love it. Feet look like they're crossing a little bit or near. Yeah, they're crossing. So not the best footwork um, by him. Needs to clean up some footwork overall in the run game and the passing a little bit too, to be honest. So um, you see the length coming into play. The right arm lands inside. Yeah, the right arm lands inside. The left hand comes over top like that half moon punch that Jim McNally calls it. It's just like a containment punch to get the left hand onto the shoulder to make him, you know, yours, that, that hand for the outside is to make sure he doesn't, he doesn't come over top of you. Um, the right hand is going to create that that movement, and you see him torquing. 
he's working hard to, to pull him to, or push him to the outside while he's working his hips around. Um, the guy continues to scrape over the top and he's just going to get underneath and keep continuing to drive him to the ground. And he rolls on him and hits his head on his, his ass on his helmet too, which is might push his face into the, into the turf a little bit and cut him up, which is good. I'm fine with that. So good block by him there. The last play of the podcast. Worst first spin. Again, I know I'm pumping them out fast. You guys should be in quarantine. Hopefully you're watching uh, all of these. I, I hope I'm not overloading people, but it's just kind of what has to happen during the draft time. I don't want to have 30 plays of worst that I don't do a show on, you know, if, if, if we're going to keep getting subscribers and things like that. So keep pumping out the content. People will hear about it. Like I said, tell your friends and stuff. If, if they're big Jets fans, they don't have a lot of stuff to watch. Um, so he is the left tackle. One, not see that, see, that, see that first step of his kick slide does not cover a lot of ground at all. It doesn't do anything on this play. One, two, three. Big steps again on that, on that, on that was it? One, two, three, fourth, fifth step. Huge again. And it, his base is a little bit too, too wide right here. When you're, when you're, legs are like too far outside of your of your shoulders you're not gonna be able to move quickly laterally again like i said before so too big of a step there but it, it, he ends up in a good position on this uh it's more this is more of a vertical set i don't necessarily love how he's opening his hips right away to be honest this is too soon if you're going to vertical set then vertical set you know keep your keep your uh your hips square to the line of scrimmage in your vertical setting. If the guy's going to rush off of your off of your left shoulder here, you're giving him less surface area to work to work against. You're giving him a really hard edge. When you open up, you're now the rusher's working against your full body. When you're working against the full body, you have, you have room to get hands inside and, and do speed to power and things like that. So he opens up a little bit too soon. I don't necessarily love the feet, but he is able to land the right hand onto the shoulder. Um, and, and you're just going to see some. Uh, some good like lateral stop start right here where he gets, he's getting pushed to the outside and he's able to get really low on that foot and turn inside. Like this is, this is where like that uh, flexibility, hip mobility, lateral stop start, like all kind of in one play where he's getting thrown backwards while working his hips are working this way. And he's able to stop in two steps, work off of the instep, instep, instep. You see how like flexible his body is right here. So he, he gets, he gets spun, and this guy is going to try to flatten out and rush over top of him and get to the quarterback's level. Good job by him stop, stopping right there, like really contorting his body. Right hand underneath, lift, and pass the quarterback. Now, the quarterback has to notice this because here he might get slapped in the face or maybe his arm hit or whatever. He's not going to get sacked right here unless the guy has really good grip strength. But So good job by the quarterback recognizing it. But um, the first phase, don't love it, don't love it, don't love it. Gets spun, love this. This part of it is really, really good. Gets under him, drives him past the quarterback into the ground, um, gets his hands on again, and the quarterback throws it at, out of bounds. But that is it for the worst review. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Today is Monday. I will be back on Wednesday, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday, but most likely Wednesday, with a review of Wills. And then after that, we get into CD Lamb. So I hope you guys stick around. Like I said, spread the word. If you watch on YouTube, subscribers keep going up we appreciate that comment if you have questions um i forget what my i forget what my gmail account is let me see let me see what this is just so i can give it to you guys just if you do have a question if you're like hey on the next show when you talk about offensive linemen can you explain this um 
I will try to explain it. Let me just pull it I'll, I'll just talk for a second while I pull this up just because I want to be able to give that to you guys too. So you can email me. Um, I think right. And again, reviews, all the stuff, it, it really helps me out. So if you can just take two minutes, even if you do watch on the, uh, if you just watch um, on the YouTube, if you have the podcast app, but you don't listen to the podcast because obviously you watch it, just uh, drop a five star right there really quick if you could. Like I said, I appreciate it a lot more than people know I'm not just saying it. So the Gmail is, you can send me questions here at, it's Joe Blewett, Joe, J-O-E, Blewett, B-L-E-W-E-T-T 59 at gmail.com. Send me questions, you know, even if you don't want to be answered on the show, hey, I'm just curious about what is this technique or where can I find this? Like, just just send me a question. I'm, I'm fine. If I can answer it, I can answer it. If I can, I, I might not be able to. I'm not, you know, uh, super in-depth and, in, you know, everything. Like, there's, I'm not Bill Belichick. So, there's certain things I might not be able to answer, but if I, I'll do my best to answer it if it's off the top of my head. Email me there. Drop those, those reviews. Uh, I'll be back soon. And then right before the, um, Right before the draft, I'm going to do a mailbag. So if you want to send mailbag questions that as well, the quicker you send them in, you know, I'm, I'm going to answer them on, the, on that podcast. That's the, the order they're sent in is the order I answer them. So uh, I'm going to do a mailbag, send questions there, send questions that, for anything at that Gmail account. Like I said, Joe Blue at 59, no spaces at gmail.com. And I will see you guys uh, in two days.